come to us in Finland. In each episode, I will chat one of my friends. Chat with. Chat with. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, everybody. Welcome to us in Finland. In each episode, I will chat with one of my friends about our life in Finland. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the another episode of Us in Finland. And now I introduce one of my friends, uh, Kiko. Uh, we meet each other from、um, a friend of my friend, which is my roommate.、Um, anyway,、uh, Kiko, could you in- introduce yourself? Yeah, sure.、Uh, my name is Kiko, and now I'm studying new media design in Aalto University. It's my second year now. Yeah. Yeah.、Um, so,、uh, could you tell us when you、uh, arrived in Finland and uh, uh, how do you like how do you do in this kind of period since you arrived here?、Uh, well, I arrived Finland two years ago in two thousand nineteen, and、um, yeah, it was like quite a quite. Aligned to my expectations because I was grow and、uh, grow up in and living in the city for quite a long time, all my life. And Finland is a country that is very close to nature, and、yeah. I really like that about it. And I remember the first day I come here, I saw a fox like just hanging around wow, in the、cool. university. I was quite amazed. That, yeah, that is, that is Finland to me. <laughs> yeah. And uh, like uh,、um, before, I I just want to like ask this question before the previous one. But uh, um, what's the motivation like when you decide to go to Finland as I did? Because I also uh talk about myself how the reason behind that like motivated me to apply for the Aalto University and finally go there.、Mm-hmm. And is that like the only like aim or goal that you want to go? Be- like when you want to apply a master degree, and also、um, the other question is that I I know you have been work several years before、mm-hmm. uh, you go to your master degrees in China. Ah,、uh, so how you decided like from from the work to study again? Yeah, yeah, I I did have say essentially not a master degree. It's a Bachelor degree of English literature. Actually, I was、yeah. majoring in English re- literature when I was in college. Yeah. And after that, I sort of decided to do something about design, not about English, because I was really interested in that. And、uh, I ended up having the first first job as designer, very luckily. And then I was working in working in different companies like、mm, startups, and then. Uh, uh, banks and then a、uh, international design agency called Ideo, and、mm. I, I sort of、uh, focus mainly focus on the、uh, user interface and user experience design、uh, before I come here. But then I 
I sort of decide, decided that I want to do something different from the daily work I was doing, like working a lot of with users and solving problems. Uh, I kind of just want to like explore myself, explore the world of design art more freely because I never had this chance of studying in university as an art or yeah. design student. I, re uh, I started design as working and I just, the first thing I do is just to solve people's problems. And I really wanted to just, just be freely in the world of design. So I, that's why mm -hmm. I chose to go to have, an, have a degree of design at that point. And I just found, I always liked Northern Europe. I like the fact that it's been very close to the nature. I like the society there and like the, the, the beautiful places there. And I, I applied a, a several school actually. And I think Autumn University is really the one that is very like a big university that has a lot of other majors as well, not only good at design. Yeah. And also uh, this major that I'm studying right now called New Media Designs and Production just sounds really amazing because it's it's about like exploring the emerging technologies and think about how to incorporate that into your design process and to make something really fun and interesting for people. So yeah, and I... And I very luckily got the position, uh, place here, so that's why I just yeah. come. I didn't thought much about other things because I know yeah. the school I will like and the place I like, and that's enough. Um, yeah, and uh, like uh, there's also a question for me is that because I was uh, right after I finished my bachelor degree and I just go to the masters, and then like. I just want to know how you you know that uh or how you transfer from the in English uh what's the program name of your bachelor? English literature. Okay, English literature. So how how you know that you are not like doing this or how or if if you are still like it, but uh, like mm -hmm. how you decide to transfer to another track like design mm -hmm. part and yeah. and also it's it's quite like uh curiosity just for me it's that how you be recruited by a design company because you are from a totally different area yeah. and how you like yeah. get into it. <laughs> Actually, that's kind of a question that I got asked every time when I was doing, yeah, I was yeah. in the interview before. So uh, I was ma majoring in English literature and actually that major is quite like a very chill thing for me because I always interested in uh, English and I, I went to middle school, which is also like English school, and I, I like reading English books and watching movies. So, yeah. so this thing is kind of like a nature thing for me to keep going on this track when I was choosing a major for university, and I the whole university also like very relaxed for me because I I I didn't put that effort into like study actually because all the things I'm doing like reading books, English books, and watching mm -hmm. movies is something I really enjoyed. And so I, at that time, I was also doing something else like photography. And yeah. so I think, I think actually photography is like this thing why I studied design because at that point, at that time, I was like really interested in sh uh, photography and I was like carrying a camera mm. 
just walking around the city like every day just to take some pictures. And then uh, uh, there's an opportunity that I, why I got into design from photography is because, so in the summer of like 2012, I was in the second year and I, I was in a summer holiday and I uh, went back to my hometown. And yeah. uh, I got a news that um, my high school at uh, that time, they were like uh, the building I was, I was uh, having classes every day back then are going to be torn down, like yeah. totally demolished, like destroyed. destroyed. Yeah. And I just decided that uh, because I had like very nice memories there, I just decided to maybe just to take a few photos about like the process of uh, like how beautiful building become like garbage on, on the ground. I just like, yeah. so I went with a friend uh, and then we just, uh, on the other side of buildings actually being torn down by the big machines. And yeah. uh, and I, I just, we just slipped into the other side of the building and just taking pictures okay. inside of the, uh, back then was like, everything was like totally all of, all of place. Mm -hmm. And we just take some pictures of that and I, it's like and that, I was uh, I, I published on the internet actually. Okay, cool. Yeah, and I wrote, wrote like a small story about the building and me because that building is actually quite old. It's not just me; it's also like generations of people who studied mm. there because my school is like over hundred years actually. Really? So there actually a lot of people has been there studied. Yeah, and then this this a series of pictures of the demolished building just went quite viral on the internet because it attracts so many like alumis from the past and just mm. have like I always was I was receiving so many messages every day about how people see the building as a very important part of the memory and people wow. over like 60 years old and they also wrote to me about their memories of the building yeah and just like I was and then I ended up being contacted by the school uh, because I noticed it, and they they asked me to to have an exhibition about the uh, this whole thing that I did, and also they asked if uh, they can make some postcard of the building, uh, out of wow. the out of the photography. Sorry, so I was like, yeah, of course, and I I told them I, actually actually I can do the the postcard design them myself because it's my my photography. I I want to present the way that I want it. Yeah. And because back then I was also actually doing some photography for some restaurant, taking like smoothies and drinks for the restaurants. And they asked a me commercial to- commercial one? Yeah, commercial, commercial ones. Okay. And they asked me to make a poster of it I, because I think it's very easy to do with Photoshop. Yeah. And I just picked things up in Photoshop and I, I did some design, like graphic design, all of it, like making posters and postcards. Mm -hmm. and, I, and, and I was like, yeah, this is actually quite fun of like designing things, make something. Um, so the photography, photography is just something people to look at. But if it's like a design, like an object, like a postcard, people can like pass on in their hands and like, I I I kind of like the physicality of the things that design can bring to your ideas and to your art. So I think that's why I got into design. And after graduation, I just like, maybe I can do some design because all the English jobs that I found is quite boring. It's actually uh, other translator, translator and like 
yeah it's not that like creative for me to do those things and i actually i got a, like a first job as something related to english like working in a conference company and making calls in english something like that i i oh, quit okay. in the first week because i realized that is totally not the thing that i want to do because at in the end of the day english is kind of just a tool for me to like see and see a bigger world yeah it's yeah. not like something yeah so i just decided to decided that i should do something about design and i and i spent like half a year just uh, learning things by myself uh of this, about design uh, yeah yeah like uh, software yeah um... software wise and also theory wise but it's just like very quick way of getting myself mm. in a, a position that i can mm. actually do some job uh, can i ask like what time is that and we're starting learn those tools and like start preparing going to the like mm. design area it's so, you know, uh i think it's like one month after my graduation okay because the first month yeah. i was the first week i was doing this job that i don't like i quit it yeah. and then i just i sit at home yeah. for in sh that was in Shanghai because uh, my university is actually in Dalian, in northern city, Dalian, mm -hmm. the northern city. Mm -hmm. Then I, I, because of the job, I moved to Shanghai right after graduation, and I was just sitting in the, in the room and thinking about, like why am I, why am I even here? Why am I taking this job? I should do something that I really like. So, then I started to just looking up things on the internet and learning design by myself, and after yeah. six months, I. I was also reaching out to companies and just showing their showing them my, the projects that I did during the six months. S yeah. Something not like really commercial case, but some, just like concept. So concept you projects. like already have a freelancer during that period. Like you, you have like those restaurant taking pictures or something yeah, like yeah. that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So then you make a portfolio of your own. Yeah, but not yeah. only about those things I, that I did the postcards or, or the magazines or the posters, but also yeah. something else, yeah. like more serious yeah. stuff that I locked myself in the room doing for six so months. So you like just self learn? Did you like uh, going to any in, like those institutions? Yeah, I was or... also taking some yeah. courses by yeah. myself, but uh, you know. There's just a lot of them on the internet now. Oh, Can online courses. Just, yeah. Yeah. Just okay. I things. I know that those. So then then go to the company. Mm hmm. Mm. So what's the first job that you got in the? Uh, it's actually uh, a user, UI designer. Okay. Because UI is like really, <laughs> if you don't have much experience in design, I think UI is very easy to do in the beginning, because you oh, just like drawing okay. boxes and stuff on the screen. Uh, Figma. <laughs> yeah. Back then it was not Figma. Back okay. then I was actually doing Photoshop. There's oh. no Figma, no Sketch, or maybe Sketch, but okay. I was not aware of that. I was doing everything in Photoshop. <laughs> okay, cool. Yeah. Uh, like, uh, how how long? Could I ask how long you have been working before then, and before you, and like also like when you starting to, like realize that uh, you should like study more as a as a master degree in the like new media mm. and also is that i just want to say because i'm not from this program but is that the new media is something fit with uh, the things that you have been done in the company before 
it's a like similar design. Yeah, so but... this program has nothing to do with what I'm doing before, actually. Oh, okay. Yeah, because yeah. what I'm doing before is like really about solving a problem of users of a like designing app or website like to serve as a function to to make you be able to accomplish something in a digital world. But um, the project, uh, the program New Media Design, is actually it's called design, but I think it's more related to art. It's about okay. like just exploring freely using the emerging technologies and not only the digital ones, but also analog ones. And uh, also we're making a lot of installations and we're, we're learning programming. Like, But it's not like that serious kind of programming, but it's also like creative coding. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's like... Uh, uh, using, for example, the the browser as a canvas to just like freely express yourself on the world of the internet, something like that. Yeah, yeah. Like I was remembering remember that the things you have been done, mm-hmm. the one like you can automatically gen- generate posts yeah. uh, by the, like virus animals and. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that was the that that project was called feeling lazy today. Because sometimes mm. I just like, mm, I I want to I have to design poster. I just like I have to find find the, the right image and design the right layout and typography. But I because I was also doing something in programming and I know how much potential these algorithms to have they have to automate your design. So I was, I was just doing for fun this project. You just input some text in in my website and then. It generate the algorithm generate you a picture and a te- text layout which from like a poster yeah. and the picture was like uh, powered by this AI API yeah. that I was using and the picture there is just something totally uh, made up by by the AI the artificial intelligence so, yeah. it looks kind of funky and like um, yeah. not like serious stuff but I think it's fun to look at mm. the posters. And it's like there's no like exactly the same image in that poster. It's like all created by the AI. Yeah, every time yeah. you you hit the yeah. button, it will create another so, one. So 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 you also learn then then the programming and the coding, like yeah. uh, it's also like by self learning. No, it's in school we 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 taught by the program that we have to learn the creative coding. Really? Yeah. In it's a, in, okay. Bachelor. In no, co- no, college? in new media. Design. Oh, okay, okay, in master, okay. Yeah, and this was it was actually quite hard in the beginning because yeah. I don't have any pre- uh, like previous experience before yeah. about coding, uh, but once you start it and you you see the like the outcome it creates for you, like you just need to type like ten lines of code and just the sketch that generates you a minute a unlimited amount of like things for you it's just like really fun and you don't actually have to have like a outcome in your mind uh before uh, when you start to write the code something can be really unexpected the outcome can be really unexpected you you don't need to yeah. care that much when you're doing the project process yeah yeah that was also quite fun thing about coding but, for me yeah one technical question is uh, is that if if you like reference some picture from the internet, but uh, did you have the copyright of those like 
Uh, if you, you're gonna use it, use it what because because like like the project you did before about the the, the AI doing the, the yeah post. yeah that thing I was using this API called the deep deep AI API it's like text to image generate uh, like a uh, algorithm I use that API uh, and I also like uh, put the credits in my website uh, as well. So I was telling people, oh, I'm using this technique. I'm using, I'm writing on yeah. P5.js. I'm using this API. Usually yeah. I would just do okay. it. I will put everything there. Yeah. Yeah. And I, yeah, I have a website that documenting my work and what tool I'm using and what um, language I'm writing. I'll always put there. Mm. Okay. Yeah. And. Uh... Yeah, because sometimes I feel like doing this digital work and making those digital sketches is really not just your own effort you're you're using yeah. this language and using yeah. this software you i think it's also credit from those creators mm. for the softwares and languages is that if like from understanding can i uh, consider it or understand it in a way like it's you created a, a machine and this mm. machine can automatically buy yeah. the system you design or follow some rules that design and yeah. it will run itself. Yeah. And it's like exactly actually. and generate something you didn't expect it. Right? Yeah. So as as a designer, you are in this position, you are more like a creator. You yeah. you design this algorithm, you set up the rules, and what else uh, the rest you need to do is just like input different things, like anything to this machine, this algorithm. Uh, and it will generate it like just anything, like a um, yeah, limited mm. amount of things for you. So that's very fascinating about coding yeah. for me. What's the course name? I, I want I want to like mm. study that too. Well, it's a lot of course, for example. It's a minor or something? There's a minor, uh, new media minor. And okay. um, mm, I think if you have no experience about coding, you can take the creative coding course. And also, there's all more about like uh, physical coding things that you can use algorithms to actually do something in the physical world. For example, mm, like three D printer. Or... Uh, what's it mean? It's like sense. For example, I was doing this project called Plants Have a Voice. So I was actually, uh, I was thinking about. Uh, the perception what what is the perception of plants so you will sense the light and the, the uh, temperature and the mm. and the uh, soil humidity so i was taking all of the things that the, uh, the, the plants yeah, senses yeah. into sound so to the input you, you mean the, the sound, the, sound okay. the music okay so i was making this physical installation that has a lot of sensors that take all those informations as input and output. So in between them, I put I wrote a like synthesizer in the code, and then the synthesizer will synthesize all the information it has and transform it into sound. You can listen, actually listen to. But uh, you base what kind of role that makes those sound? It's like can express some emotional messages. Mm, I don't. I didn't like. Like when, wanted to okay. put it as particular as emotional or, or like uh, way. I just okay. like I'm I'm just like being a curator. Just take those things and I put them into the synthesizer, and yeah. I will, then the rest of it 
it's just what created from the nature. I didn't want to that add that much influences from myself. Mm. Yeah, it's like sometimes, uh, actually sometimes when the water values get really low and that affects a certain value in the synthesizer, then the sound goes like really crazy or something, oh. something like that. But I, yeah, but I really liked the sound that made. It's not something like a melody or something interesting to, to listen okay. to. But, so the sound yeah. is also like by the coding, it's not that something you already prepared and put it in? No, no, no. Okay. It's not my oh, prepared. Yeah. I wrote a synthesizer to synthesize those sounds. Yeah. Okay, that's interesting. And so, and I like back, back to the topic, and I want also ask question in general. It's like when you're in your bachelor, you, you're studying the English literature, but uh, when you go to work and you you was doing the UI design mm. and now you are uh, in the new media so it's mm. totally three different part mm. and uh, like for now are you still feeling that you will be uh, another different area in the future or it's something like you feel you can do it like in the at least let's say next uh, five or ten years in the future like how do you feel those like kind of role you are like right now working on it? It's it's something you want to do or it will be changed in the future. Like because mm. I think you must question yourself also like when you do or uh, you you did this those uh, decisions, mm. right? Yeah, that's a good question. Mm. So. I it they they do seems like like three totally different things my bachelor my work experience and my the, my major now but I actually I think I I'm kind of follow my my own feelings and I follow my own like flow uh, because I I didn't because I always gonna do something I feel like to do the most and I think they do have some connections between for example um the major i was in venture was about english literature so i was reading a lot of uh stories and i a lot of literatures and they are actually helped a lot in my design because design i think essentially is about storytelling it's oh, how yes, you yes. tell a good story to the user mm. and let them buy your products or let them to enjoy the um, happier life something like that so i think that kind of in the physiological philosophical level it helps a bit actually and then when i was doing the uh new media design because it's actually a lot of technical technical things i have to learn I have to learn all those kind of different programming languages and all those like sensors you know how to work and um but uh i always remind me to connect those technical things to like to more to add like a hum human sense human lens to it because when i was walking uh, when i was working as a designer i was uh mainly following this human-centered design approach. So uh, I really wanted to have designing some meaningful things and interesting things for people. And um, also uh, 
I was also looking at not only the technology, but the impact of technology, like the social, cultural, political, and environmental influences mm. that technology created. So that's actually come from my background on like human centered design and also the uh, the literature side. So I think they are kind of connected. They are not totally yeah. different. Yeah. It's like it's keeping. It's it's like it's like a it's a war or or a pyramid. That I was like understand. Then you put a brick in here, and everything is built on that brick. So it's、mm. somehow it's still like support to each other.、Mm. Yeah, yeah,、mm. you can see that.、Mm. See that. It's quite interesting. Yeah, sometimes when they're connecting those dots, and it's like really interesting. See. And it's like, uh, mm, somehow, it's like a branch or something that, when you're doing this, and you find out that there、mm. is a a small area、mm. that you was interested in, and then you, like, more dig into that area, and you find another area is connected with it,、mm. and you was like explore, keeping exploring it. Yeah,、and、yeah. It's also like. In a way, like you can find more specific,、uh, specifically what you are interested in,、mm. and like, actually, those I I was like helping her about someone from I don't know somewhere is that like all those like subjects or program or areas like created by the human self, so it's like not exactly all the stuff like in the society or in the world is not have. Being divided like rationally by the those different subjects or program,、mm. it's just like all those stuff, and you <laughs> can like mix it, and it's becoming a, a like a,、yeah. like architecture and mix it another one like make the literature、yeah. or something. Yeah, I for myself, I I don't really like set boundaries that、yes. much for myself.、Yes. I see everything. If I feel interested enough for me to do it, I just do it. And I think I definitely the all the past experience. It's like a lesson for me to learn from, and I from there I can go to different places. So, yeah, the world my past from my future past from is not just like a forward past.、Mm-hmm. It's just、mm-hmm. something like you said, like a branches. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's it's a really good way. Yeah, <laughs> and and it's it's like you are. You are keeping thinking about the way you want to go, and then you just adjusting the direction and make it more like, say, accurate or something. Mm. Mm. And so, I um, and about the、uh, the study and how about the life here, like,、yeah. did you feel you, like, what kind of influences? You have been, or the the changes happen in your personality, or something, or even like、uh, lifestyles, whatever you have been like changed or something、mm. since you've been Finland. I I believe you have been, like, yeah, changed something. I do, I do. I think Finland has given me a much lots of surprises and also lots of changes for myself. I think,、mm, I think most、uh, memorable, like yeah, I think um. Like I said before, I was growing up, growing up in the city. I lived my whole life in the city, and here is like, 
everyday life is just like living in the nature, like very close to the, mm. the forest and to the lakes and to the sea. Just something really different for me. And uh, also I become really obsessed of sun because the sun is such a precious thing here, the sunshine. Mm. Because we have a very long winter here in Finland. It's yeah. like most of the time it's winter. And when the summer comes, it's just like, like you just want to be outside all the day. Mm. And the day, and um, it also changed my perception of time, Finland. Yeah, yeah. Because, uh, you know, now now it's like um, 10, 30. Uh, yeah. Now, and in, in the evening, just uh, maybe just two hours before we just watch the sunset. Yeah, actually, it's around half an hour before. Okay, half so, an hour. Really? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so it's something really crazy to think about, like, and even, yeah. and then uh, in the winter, like, after you finish your lunch at school, you, will, you walk off from the canteen, the sun mm. starting to setting, and you just, whoa, the day just ended, the sun yeah. is already set, and it's already getting dark in, like, two o'clock in the afternoon, so everything just, like, so, in my first winter, it's, like, so overwhelming to me, actually, and then... In the summer, uh, I was uh, in the cabin with a few a few friends. My my friend has a birthday, and we ordered we rented a cabin for a few days in the woods. And I remember in the middle of the night in the summer, we went to sauna, yeah. and uh, we went to sauna for a few rounds. So then we, it's like still, like still light outside uh, in the middle of the night. And after a few rounds of sauna, it getting to have it's it's getting darker, and then after one hour, the sun starting to set up again. <laughs> so you like saw the whole process of yeah, like, uh... we were like literally, literally like just watching the sunset sunrise in the middle mm. of the night, like after sauna. Mm. I think it's such a like amazing experience for me. I I could not experience that anyone else in the world i think yeah i think it's really unique experience and i become like so obsessed with time because in the winter uh like you can only have like one or two hours a day to have sunshine and you just like you don't want to do anything in your, in your room you just want to go outside to take yeah. every sun maybe not like only one or two hours they have like three hours or four Sometimes like, uh, when like it's like 10, really cloudy 10 a.m. and then 3 a.m. it's like but but it's not all the time the time the sun is there. Yeah. Mm, so, yeah, sometimes it's yeah. just like one two hour because Finland has a lot of rain and autumn as well. Yeah. And I even made this like installation uh, last year called the winter clock okay. because I I realized that I was like actually scheduling my day of when the sun is out like. Uh, based on the sunshine that I got every day, mm. so I make this clock that can visualize the the sun in the yeah. clock by the light. That oh I put yeah, in. yeah, I know it. Yeah, then, yeah, uh, and I and the other day I was talking with a Finnish friend, yeah. and I was talking about my experience about this like change of the perception of the time here, and he she was like, oh yeah, I. Um, so as the Finnish people, they actually, uh, they 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 tend to plan their time more 
it's like Normal. based on the year, yeah. based on the whole year around. So yeah, in the yeah. winter, they will rest and they will like stay at home more and they will yeah. just like relaxed. But in the summer, when there's like unlimited amount of energy and the sun is always in the sky, they will just like do things like yeah. like create things and it's in the summer. So you actually planned your whole year based on this. Yeah. It's very, something very interesting for me. It's it's also like, uh, I was thinking how it's it's different because it's like when the the, the season is seems so, how is it, dramatic? Or mm. it's so much like differences from the time to another time. And then it's can like, make you more feel the 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 year this time mm. is existing in your mind because yeah. it's affect so much of our lives yeah. yeah but like i was in in a city of uh north of china mm-hmm. yes uh hangzhou so so north mm, so, south. south of china okay sorry uh yeah. and and that, that is a city like it mostly not have big differences like in the summer or in the winter like mm. we we don't have snow any anything and uh I basically all the, the the things I do not based on the season at mm. all, and we mm. just like plan on this like normally like yeah. average no differences and mm. somehow I think here the life is more like change and you can also have something to expect like in the winter you can ex- expect the sunlight and in the summer you can expect it the snowing and ski and all those mm. activities and yeah. somehow it's, it's more like uh, close to the nature. Mm-hmm. And it's like the nature mm-hmm. has become a bigger part in the in the in the Finnish people's life than us, I guess. Mm. Yeah, I was also living very close to Hangzhou. I was living in Shanghai for a few years. It's also like you said, like in the summer, I was just like every time I went out, I would just like cover all my all my skin with yeah, with yeah. stuff that to block myself from the sun. It's just like because mm. it's like so much sun there, <laughs> and. Um, uh, here, like every time the sun was out, I was like putting my face onto the onto the window and, or just get out to take all the sun yeah. that it has. I think it's it's not a, like a perfect season to 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 do things or play around, but here like summer, it's everybody won't work and just yeah. having fun. Yeah, it's quite like uh, a nature festival or something. People have the co cognition of something. It's like some kind of a spring festival, but or festival yeah they do have a summer festival called midsummer yeah. festival yeah yeah but do you think like somehow our spring festival is more become a task or something and and like i'm not really enjoying that actually really yeah yeah because like, i enjoy that <laughs> i'm i'm not like always in the family like big dinner like you will see mm. those relatives you won't say like like this once a year at that time and you are not like familiar with them at all, and you still need to greeting them and mm. seeing like a chapter to remember their names and so on. Yeah, that's what's like true. that. My parents or their generation was playing the the mahjong mm. all the all the time, and like it's not like the entertainment or the uh, festival for for us, I guess. Hmm, I think maybe because you're in a bigger family, I think. Well, I grew up is like more like small family, so there's not that much like yeah, people, yeah, relatives probably. that I don't know. Yeah. There, so I was quite mm-hmm. liked it, and I 
I even liked it more when I was here, when I'm in Finland, because I just like missed all that yeah. from home. Yeah. But uh, like, how say it's it's a big topic. <laughs> Another big topic is like the family. It's also um like big cultural differences from China to Finland. Because I was heard about about uh one of my friend, uh actually it's my neighbor, and mm. he told me like he only visit his dad like once a year, and mm. his mother twice a year like that, and really? and and yeah, and he is in the bachelor, but all his money and life expense is from the government. They have the pretty good like uh welfare, mm. and they can get money from the government, but uh, it's not from the parents. So. Mm. It's some kind of some kind of different, and and she told me that, um, in 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 his mind that, uh, his friend is more important than mm. his family, or his parents. Yeah, I do yeah. get a sense that, that people are more independent here. Like, yeah, most of them don't get like supplies from their family only yeah. their university. Yeah, yeah, I, but that seems something that our Chinese. Or Chinese fellows really feel like yeah. we should be really grateful for our parents because I think most yeah. of us are like still like getting the support from the family, mm. so we don't need to worry about like starting the job, like going to work right now when we're doing the study. Yeah, yeah. But even even if like let's say the spot is the same, but uh, I think the feeling is different. Like when money is from government and it's like somebody else is measuring. And calculating how much you will get, but from family is more like a boundary of like relatives, and it's mm. like it's it's I think still differences and and also like I talk about these things with my friend and they think like um my friend from Spain and also like they have the family culture and they all always like have those like big families and uh, he's thinking like why Finland and Helsinki can be the like happiness city in the world mm. and how this happiness was be showing because like in in her cultural context or their cultural environment and she just can't understand why like they must be so lonely and they won't like be happy without family so why do you think Finland is the most happiest country mm. I think the happiest is it's is somehow it's different and Although as I, I, I think like for this part like we think they are not with with without family and they are more independent it's a bad thing for us because we always need this kind of like like uh staying together and spot for each other but maybe they are not in this way or thinking this way and they feel happy because in a sense they can decide their lives and. They do not have those judgment or peer pressure from the others, mm. and which make them more happy. And they just can decide their own, like, their life, and they won't like worry about somebody mm. was judging them or they think and tell them what to do. And mm. this they can have more space. And also because maybe it's it is some part of the reason that governments bosses them are not their family families, so they don't have to like, listen to them. Yeah, it's it's also like that. Yeah, most of the my classmates in Numidia, they are like, uh, they don't need to pay anything because they are from Finland or European countries. Yeah, yeah. And uh, a lot of them are already like um, quite 
uh, older than us. They are like mm. they're in their thirties, mm. forties, and they their past uh, experience was like uh, a, a teacher in the kindergarten or pianist mm-hmm. or dancer or like sculptor, like like they can just decide at some point oh they want to learn something about new media they can just go there and just like no matter how old they are how would do they do yeah, it de- yeah. before they should can just like start yeah. something new i think that's really amazing like you don't yeah. and then you don't get judged by your family or by other people oh why you, you're in your already your 30s why don't you yeah. have a proper job and support your family and start mm. a family something like that can I can I say something about like because I was like recently realized they have the common future of Chinese people. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's like if one Chinese Chinese and like my family or something they are doing their life path and they think they are doing well and then they was thinking that all his people around him or like especially their children. Mm-hmm. or the the people they know and they was like want them to follow their uh follow their path mm-hmm. and also they think it's good for them some kind of it's it's more like a enforce or strongly recommend them to do the same thing as as them you feel that yeah yeah i feel that like like i just uh give you a example like here like in my architecture classmates, those people from China and all, because I'm not have a strong connection with them, but uh, mm. for a while I have like meet with them and all of them was like apply for the exchange student. And they was recommend me that you have to doing that because, because you have to like use your study right as much as possible to exploring more place. But uh, and and it's it's not just like they recommend because of my own situation or something. They just think that that is mm. something they have been done. So I have been done as well because they think it's good for me, as well. But uh, I think it's not works like that. Mm. Maybe because in your program there are not much Chinese people, but in China, in architecture program they have eight. So and also okay. the the That's last so year also have eight or six. Yeah. yeah, it's like small groups and. They also exchange information. Everybody was following the same path, I guess. Most mm-hmm. of them, like, except me and all of the other Chinese students, was applied for the exchange, and like that. Mm-hmm. And some kind of I can feel they are com competing with each other and comparing. So, what yeah. you you mean is that they do exchange? It's not only it's not because they want to do it; it's that they feel mm-hmm. they have to do it. Yeah. Also, not they yeah, have to do it, pressure. and the others are doing it, and and also they are like, talking about the taking across this. And I, the first day I was in here, like first week, I met somebody who was already having their masters in like five years ago or three years ago. Mm-hmm. Like uh, it's a long, a long time anyway. And he was thinking like he already planning my whole whole study plan. Like for me, like as the first time we meet each other, because I just helping him to collect some secondhand stuff. Mm. And he was told me that you should take this this course at the first year and take another course in the t- in the second year and this mm. is most intensive you can learn much, and then then this kind of like, it's an it's it's let me feel like I go to Arto is for the freedom I can choose the program as like mm. whatever I want but yeah. now they are like like build a cage cage themselves mm. that they was, 
like limited themselves to like just for the goal, like you learn as much as possible. But、mm-hmm. is that really true? Like when you take the most knowledgeable courses, then you can learn much. But it's, it's I think not that it like also the... depends on what your goal is. Maybe for them, their goal is to really have like a. Yeah, getting the degree here and learn、yeah. as much as they want, so they can be better prepared when they are looking for a job or something. Then,、yeah. well, I but, won't judge them for that actually. Yeah, yeah, I, I don't、yeah. judge, but、uh, I really don't like it. And, yeah, but and the, somehow, somehow, like it's it's creating a duplicating or similar problem for everyone. Like、mm. everyone is so similar with each other because they are still like okay copying each other's. Yeah. So you have to、yeah. like really looking at yourself and asking yourself what do you want to do, not because what you have to do because other people are doing, but、yeah. what do you want really、yeah. want to do for yourself.、Mm. And and also another important point that as from my understanding that you know how what you want to do is、uh, one thing, and another thing that how you insist on the stuff that you believe that you、mm. want to do, and. When somebody is saying like this part is more easier and can make more money than the things you want to do right now, and how could you like don't change your mind and still like keeping on it?、Mm. Uh, how do you figure out it's something that you really like? So it's、mm. quite difficult、uh, for me. It's because I think I'm 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 just right at the point that I need to decide it like where I want to stay, where I want to study. And also, what I want to do right now, because、mm. it's it's somehow it's in the middle point of my life, I guess. <laughs> but I think you are also like in this is in this path, but you just like work a bit further than than mine. Yeah, I think most of time it's because I think it's also because I have the I'm lucky that my family. They didn't give much pressure on me. Oh, you have to do this. You have to do that. Yeah, yeah. When I decided to do something really random, they just like, okay, go ahead, just do it, and they will always support me, and they will、yeah. believe in me. So I think that's something really lucky about my side. Maybe those people they also wanted to do the things they wanted to, but they just can't because they have the pressure from their family, and they have、mm-hmm. to maybe make money for their living, something like that. Yeah, but. Mm, I think I was just、mm. really lucky was being able to do the things、yeah. I really want to do, and I was able to also make money from it. So I think that was quite、yeah. nice. Yeah, it is nice.、Mm. I I don't know how to, how to say that my family family is is quite open in a way because they agree and support me to the Finland, and I'm very grateful about it.、Mm. But. Uh, so somehow they was trying to control me,、mm. like since、uh, it's always like I need to thank my mom for he raised me up、mm. like multiple times in a different <laughs> situation like, but anyway <laughs> we don't talk about it but yeah it's it's also somehow the reason I I want to do this episode in in English because I don't, <laughs> I don't want like my previous like. Social circle, they can they can know it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So like in English, I I I can talk about this topic, and they I don't I don't worry they will hear about it.、Mm, maybe、yeah. you know how to get Google Translate. No, no, no <laughs> way. <laughs> But yeah, and how about the people? Like, 
did you have those like impact people that you meet here like mm. because because like for, for, for me it's it's like although i was already here like six months and i feel it's quite uh, uh sharp sharp uh how to say uh gap or gap gap mm. gap between my previous life in china and now it's it's like different total different social groups so here is nobody else i know from previous so I like build my social circle again totally from zero, and I can like more clearly choose people I want to know, and then it's it's quite interesting experiment for me. Like I'm happy like I can meet. So uh, you have a lot of friends here. Uh yeah yeah, but uh, it's also a process that I was being experiments. I don't know if you have the same experiment because like uh, at uh, like the first months I was here and I meet some some friend from China. And because mm. I I don't know and my English is not so bad that that mm. at time and I didn't cannot make any like foreign friends or international students here, so I was like playing play all in place with them like in a like quite close like Chinese guy group, mm. and then I will realize this like no differences from the life I want to experience here. Mm. Because I just want to uh, jump out my the circle, uh, this kind of people I used to live with, and I want to like yeah. make new totally different friends and like knowing different people. But now it seems like still the same. So I was like he forced me to jump out that group and it cut the connection with them. Mm -hmm. And I was like trying to make like more friends as much as possible. And then, like, of course, you meet somebody that suits you, taste or like your personalities, but somebody actually don't because it's also some kind of rate or like percentage because you always like know some people, then you like disconnect with some people, then you remain some like close friend as like not a, a lot, but maybe less less than 10, and then you social like circle become stable, like. Uh, in a certain num number of friends here you will like meet like quite often and otherwise those friends it's like uh, uh not often but you still can greet with each other and maybe meet with some parties or something but not that close mm. Mm. but i think in general i think i was quite satisfied the people i have been met with mm. like uh, because is some kind of like select selection also like both for the i mean like any of students here or, or people here it's it's not like easy to get into the university also and also that if you are international student it's also difficult for you to get into another country which like art though it's it's yeah. like quite selective one mm. For me, I actually feel like it's actually easier to make friends here than what when I was in China. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think because, uh, um, yeah. for example, before the COVID, uh, there's a lot of parties going on every day, and then you can just like go there, and people will just like talk with you. You always meet new friends there, and um, even in even during the COVID we are living very close to each other like like people international we have a lot of international friends who are also 
living in a campus during the COVID and we just like hang out with each other every day, have lunch, dinner together. Yeah. That's actually built like a more closer relationship in this inside a small community. So for me, maybe it's because of my personal experience. I was mm, because I was working on this company called Ideal is like an international company and my colleague, most of my colleague they're from they're expat they're from different countries mm. so i i felt quite okay to like make friends with different nationalities people so yeah and also it's like a really great community everybody i met is like so interesting and mm. i just like want to know more about them yeah Mm. And uh, did you feel like when on the process that you you meeting people, mm. and did you also be like uh, influenced by them, or like let let's uh could you remember or like reveal the like you in like let's say before you went to Finland, or in in the working period, and did you feel like you have been changed somehow, in a way? Like, because uh, like like as for me, I was like as I said before, I influenced myself to make as much as friend pos as many as friend possible, mm. and I was trying to open myself to the others, and and like I was influenced me to, uh, talk with people, and somehow this kind of habit become stable. And it's it's some kind of emerge to my personalities or character characters mm. and make me somehow become more outgoing. Actually, I feel the same. Yeah, I feel yeah. more outgoing when I'm here. Yeah, because you, also, like my friends here, they are very open. They always ask you questions and they want to know more about、mm. your recent life and something. Maybe I don't talk that. But that much before, like people actually do care about what did you do recently or something、mm. like that. Even、yeah. you know, like、mm, I remember was working in this international company. Like my colleagues, they are even care about like what, how do you do? Like they really care about that. They don't just like ask something、yeah. like a small talk. So yeah. Yeah. that's I think that's something culture difference. And maybe and also somehow I learned from those people like I learned how how to like respect people、mm. like in the in the way you're talking because yeah and like I you I yeah 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 yeah, that, yeah that's an important point and I used to ask people like their priorities priorities like、oh. stuff like I was too but I hate that now <laughs> and like I know it's it's not very respectful way、mm. to doing that and also like. You cannot always like keep your comments on somebody things they are doing,、mm. and also like I don't want like when I don't want to receive those like very, um, uh, how to say have their emotional or their like, uh, di- very have directions on their recommends or their comments on my stuff. I think it's also like, um. Way I was learning from it, and also, and even for now, I was more and more aware of this kind of things that 
I will like uh, trying to avoiding people comment on me and or even if you comment I will like trying to forget their comment and just focus on my own mm. and not to care about much but it's a thing that's easy to see but uh, hard to to do mm. definitely I think yeah. not care about what others think and it's something I also yeah. learned when I was here mm. Mm. I think uh, also I have been back to China but if we are back we can like more more like sense sensitive about those changes yeah. happen to us and like for so far we didn't know like that well because I'm still in the changing on the process of changing ourselves so mm. it's it will be interesting mm -hmm. to, to knowing that and like also some like small detail about your lifestyle like and you can't eat too loud and you cannot <laughs> like open your mouth too wide when you're eating food and and you can't like talk when you have food in your mouth it's <laughs> <laughs> very hard for us because all we do is eating and talking and laughing on on the dinner table so that's yeah. actually something <laughs> very different for for chinese i think yeah but uh, i think it's 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 a, a good thing uh, good to know right it's, yeah it's, it's sure. a good thing it's good but to i actually know. don't care about that much i just always talk and love when i'm eating <laughs> yeah but i, I was yeah, starting I hope to people are yeah. tolerant with me <laughs> yeah actually i didn't notice that did did you yeah okay okay <laughs> <laughs> well but, i try yeah. to remind myself not doing mm. it too much but <laughs> Okay, what else do you want to talk? I don't know. What do you, yeah. what else do you want to know? Mm. How long have we been talking? Let me check. Uh, over an uh, hour? Wow. Yeah, I think that's enough. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I think it's, it's very much today. And if like uh, you have something you want to share, then we can have another episode also. Yeah. If like for a while, like maybe one or two months, then you're starting to learn things from your life, and mm -hmm. also when you're starting to work in here, maybe yeah. you can yeah, have new things to share with us. Yeah. And as after I stop stop the job, start the job. Yeah. Can definitely have more to share. Okay. Yeah, oh. it's it's funny because what we agreed before is like how I got the job. Yeah. And <laughs> well, everything just changed. <laughs> we didn't even talk about that. Okay, but I think... But I think it's a good conversation. Yeah. It's already tied and mm -hmm. I think we can continue that one in the next episode. Let's <laughs> 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 yeah. talk. Okay, thank you so much for today. And Thanks for having me. Yeah, and thank you for your listening. If, when the, if you are listening still in the end. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. See you. See you. See you next episode.
thank you for listening this episode. And if you have any questions, suggestions, and any others. Things you want to share with us, please send the email that I write in description. Thank you very much, and see you next week.